Welcome to A Healthy Bite, a podcast where you can get bite-sized bits of healthy motivation from Rebecca Huff, the creator of ThatOrganicMom.com, a place where you can go to find inspiration to live a healthier life and get tools to help you reach your health goals for your entire family. Find recipes, menu plans, home remedies, and weight loss information, and a community of moms sharing tips and helping one another. So make sure you're part of the tribe at ThatOrganicMom.com. Hello, Rebecca here. Welcome back to A Healthy Bite. And if it's your first time, welcome as well. I created A Healthy Bite to be bite-sized bits of healthy motivation that you can listen to on your way to work or while you're getting ready for the day or whatever. It's just a quick little motivational podcast to help you get on the right track for living a healthier lifestyle. So today we are continuing our series on energy once again. And today I want to talk about creating a lifestyle that helps you have more energy. And one way we do that is by taking some things off of our plate and reducing that overwhelming feeling of having too much to do. So have you ever been trying to fall asleep at night, but your mind wants you to write a list Do you happen to replay conversations in your mind over and over and over again? Or maybe you find yourself worrying about a certain aspect of your life, whether it's your parenting or something going on with your spouse, whether you're doing things right or not. So if this sounds like you, you might benefit on getting out of your own head. And I know that sounds crazy, But sometimes people who overthink things can become overwhelmed with self-doubt, fear, and just various concerns to the point of paranoia in some cases, and the feeling just leaves you on edge nonstop. It can help to work on getting your thinking patterns back in order. So first I would say stop the overwhelm. I love schedules and routines, but I've had to learn to rule them and not let them rule me. In the past, I would get overwhelmed by my to-do list until I started asking myself, what's the worst thing that can happen if I miss an item on my list? Acknowledging that the world would not come to an end if I had to reschedule an appointment really helped me. It also helped me to be able to see something that needed to be done and know that I did have a scheduled time to take care of that thing. Believe it or not, that is the freedom that comes from following a specific cleaning routine. The knowledge that each task is in a rotation, and while my windowsill might be dusty today, the day to dust it will come soon. Second, I would suggest giving yourself a little room to breathe. And when I tell people how I do this, they are usually mind blown. It's really not a popular thing to do, but just try it a few times and see what you think. I turn my cell phone completely off two hours before I go to bed. When I tell people this, they just can't believe I do it, but It helps so much. Powering off your mobile phone, it might not work for everyone if you have teenagers who are out late and you're the only parent or whatever. There are times when we do have to leave our phones on all the time. But if there's two parents or if at all possible, 
try to do this for yourself. It just gives us some breathing space. And for me, it's given me uninterrupted bonding time with my kids at night. Having just a couple of hours of uninterrupted time with them, free of distractions, and just allowing my kids to have full access to me and be fully present while preventing everyone else in my life from having access to me 24-7 shows my kids that I care about them. And it also gives my brain some much needed break time. So realize that play, fun, and joy are helpful when it comes to getting out of your head and even for creating energy. So I started scheduling in some fun and play times into my schedule that had no other purpose, just simply the fact that I enjoy doing these things. So I learned to engage in activities that absorb me to the point that I lose all sense of time. It's those things that we find so enjoyable that we pretty much lose awareness of the world around us that really help us to unwind. For you, it might be playing the guitar or piano or taking a swim or whatever. For some people, it's writing poetry and others may prefer knitting. But whatever your thing is, find it, engage in it, enjoy it, and you'll be surprised at how much calmer and more relaxed you will be. Not just while you're enjoying the activity, but for hours and maybe days after, it just brings you a sense of calm. And the more calm you have, the more your body is able to save up energy for its needs later. Now, another way that I would really suggest to alter your lifestyle slightly to gain energy would be to cut back on how much multitasking you're doing. So when you're multitasking, it means that you're not really giving something your full attention. When I started to see it that way, I realized that I needed to be much more mindful of what I'm doing and when I'm doing it. So I read a book a while back that suggested that we focus not on balance, but because not everything is equally important. So her, the premise of her suggestion was that there are some things that are greater priority and therefore we should give those things more time and thought and energy than we do others. So this somehow made sense to me. My natural inclination is to give certain things more time and priority. And that just makes sense because some tasks are simply more important than others. For example, if I wake up with only a certain amount of energy due to health challenges I might be facing at the time, would it be better to use my energy equally between grocery shopping, scrubbing the kitchen, meeting with a friend, and spending time with my kids? Not really. So, Relationships are more important than a clean kitchen, and I can delegate grocery shopping to one of my teenagers or Instacart. So I'm going to give more priority, hence more of my time and energy, to my kids than going to the supermarket. And this is, I've heard people talk about this and reference it to a spoon theory, But the theory that I use, and you can find this blog post, and I believe I have a YouTube video about it, I use Minecraft blocks because my kids can understand Minecraft. 
So I explain to them each day I wake up, I have a certain number of energy blocks and I actually used some Minecraft blocks to show them. Here I have 15 energy blocks for this day. So I use one energy block, you know, making breakfast and cleaning the kitchen. And then I use another energy block sweeping the entire house. And I showed them how we can run out of energy. And sometimes people with chronic illness only wake up with five or six blocks. So we have to really be choosy and careful about what we end up spending those energy blocks on. It takes practice, but acknowledging that multitasking meant I was not giving something my all helped me to be more mindful. So I recently shared a status on Facebook that suggested giving the thing you're doing your full attention, as in focus on one task at a time. And a friend of mine commented that he was surprised to hear this coming from a woman. Well, that's because as women, we certainly do try to multitask. And I always thought I was pretty good at multitasking. But you may have heard the saying, if you're washing the dishes, wash the dishes. It means give your full attention to the task you're doing. I would say while I'm washing the dishes, I can get away with multitasking if the other job is listening to an audiobook or listening to a podcast or watching some tutorials on YouTube. But other things aren't so great when we multitask. For example, I don't want to be writing a paper while helping my children with their homework because one of those two things is going to suffer. Whatever I'm doing, I try to give that task my full attention. And I've only been practicing this for a while, and I will say that it is definitely something that you have to be aware of on a daily basis. This is definitely not easy for me, and it probably won't be easy for a lot of other women. Maybe that's because there are so many good things that need to be done or so many things that we could be doing that we're often spreading ourselves a bit too thin. But just try giving your full attention to the task you're doing at that moment and just really engage in whatever it is while you're doing it. That way you won't be worrying about the past. You won't be thinking about the future. You'll just be fully present in your life at that very moment. And like I said, it takes some practice, but I would encourage you to do this. I actually implemented this with my workflow this year, and I have been so much more productive than I ever have been before. I told myself this year when I work on something, especially if it's something on my computer, I would only have one thing open at a time. I started using an extension on my browser called Pocket, and you can get this. It's called getpocket.com, but instead of having 27 tabs open, if I find an article I want to read, I just add it to Pocket, and I tag it with some code words that will help me remember what it's for, help me find it when I'm searching, and then I just go on with my day because I know I can go back and read that later. I only have one tab open, at the most, too, if I'm referencing something in an article that I'm writing. I don't have open Facebook and my email and a bunch of other apps. I just have one project going. So that has helped me to really increase my productivity this year. And I've told my daughters, I'm so proud of my workflow this year. I don't know why it took me so long to get to the point where I realized working on one thing at a time was more efficient 
and that I would be more productive, but I'm glad eventually I learned. So learning to be mindful has helped me to be more clear-headed. I've actually become more aware of the quality of my mindfulness. And, you know, sometimes I'm calm and occasionally I'm pretty agitated. I do have kids in my house and a spouse. So if you need to start from scratch learning mindfulness, just try to stop and look around you and notice five things that you can hear and then notice five things you can feel and take five deep breaths and really empty your lungs out when you exhale. And now just observe what's going through your mind and Resist the urge to judge whether or not your feelings or thoughts are good or bad or why you should be thinking this or shouldn't be thinking that. You know that we are getting rid of the word should this year. So bring your mind away from those comparisons and remind yourself the past is behind you and now it exists only in your mind. It can help to picture the past as an old movie. So learn to restructure those negative thoughts and you'll find yourself being calmer and more energetic. So try to practice these things, stopping our negative thoughts, try to reduce multitasking, give yourself some room to breathe and stop the overwhelm. I really think if you implement these suggestions in your life, you will find that you do have more energy for the things that are important to you. And that's it for today's Healthy Bite. I hope this Healthy Bite will help you to feel motivated to create a healthier lifestyle that will benefit you and your family. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to A Healthy Bite. Find all the links and details mentioned in this podcast in the show notes. So don't forget to check it out. You can also find videos on the That Organic Mom YouTube channel. Rebecca is always on the lookout for ways to take health to the next level. So if you have any ideas or suggestions, you can get in touch with her via the contact tab on the website. And she can also be found on all social media outlets under the username That Organic Mom. So make sure to say hi. The That Organic Mom's beauty advisor can help you with your skincare and beauty needs by emailing beauty at thatorganicmom.com. Now go out there and take a healthy bite out of life.